we prayed before the service. I, I'd, I'd like to throw something out to you. We, we start our service at 10.30. That's when we start here. But come early. There's life that happens before 10.30. The lights aren't turned on at 10.30. They're turned on earlier. And at 10.05, we have this thing that we call a holy huddle. And we just meet in the back and we just pray. Just a very quick prayer. And then we just have some time of fellowship. And this morning as we were praying, I just felt impressed to pray for our country. And uh, I'm going to say a, share a short word, but can we pray for Canada? Can we pray for Canada? It needs our prayer. So, Father, I just bring Canada before you. I thank you that this land is glorious and free. Lord, we just ask for our leaders that you would just guide them, speak to them, even if they've never heard your voice or understand. Lord, you've done that in the past. You can do it again where you get their attention. So, Lord, I thank you for this country. And, Lord, I just thank you for the future that you have for us. So bless our country in your name. Amen. Can you turn in your Bibles to Genesis chapter 1? I'm going to make it real easy as we start. Genesis chapter 1. I'm going to try to connect my sermon with what happened this morning. And it's 11.47, and I'm going to be tried to be done in 13 minutes. My daughter laughed. But I, I, I've got a lot burning inside of me, but there's one main thing that I want to share this morning, and it's the power of what you call. What you call something is extremely important. So I want to show you a couple things, and we're just going to go in a couple verses. I may refer to a few more. But in Genesis 1, verse 3, and I'm going to read three verses, it says, God said, let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning one day. As funny as it sounds, I want you to think of he called the dark night and he called the light day. Why do we call it daytime? Because it's light outside. We call it daytime because God called it day. I want you to understand this. We call it nighttime because God called it night. The power of what you call. Now I want you to flip over a couple pages. Genesis chapter 2. And in this setting, Adam is put to sleep, or not before, before he's put to sleep by God, and, and Eve is created, woman is created. God brings 
creation, animals in front of him. And he, and he, I want you to read and I want you to see a couple words in here because what we call things is extremely important. Parents, what you call your children is extremely important. The words that you have in your home. I've just been impressed not to have idle words. Not to have, but to be careful with what I say and what I speak. Because words have meaning and they have impact. I remember my parents saying specific things to me and I still remember them today. I remember Sunday school teachers saying things to me, and I still remember them today. So words are important. And God brings these animals to Adam, and in verse 19, chapter 2, Out of the ground the Lord formed every beast of the field and every bird of the sky and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called a living creature, that was its name. Whatever he called them, that was its name. Now this can get a little dicey, this can get a little extreme, but what I want you to see is what you call things is what they become. And in this picture... And this is in perfect union. Adam here is in perfect union with God. Sin is not in this conversation. So I think that's important to understand. But it says that God brought the animals for Adam to call. And whatever Adam called them, that was their name. Let me extrapolate this a little bit. I believe there are things in our life that God says, what are you going to call it, David? Because what you call it is going to be its name. The power of what we speak Have you ever called something repeatedly, 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 and then you wonder why it became what you were calling it? For instance, I hate this job. I hate this job. I hate this job. And then you wake up in the morning and you wonder why you actually hate this job and you don't want to do it. Why don't you start calling it, I like this job. I like this job. This is a challenge. This is increasing my capacity. This is making me grow. I don't like the people around me. I hate my fellow workers. And sometimes, 
Now, there's the grace of God, and thank God for his grace, because when we make mistakes, his grace comes and it can help us. But I believe there are times in our lives when God says, what are you going to call it? Because what you're going to call it, it's going to become. We've just had this powerful time in his presence. Such a soft gentle time in his presence and what he's done is I believe he's touched every one of our hearts in different ways in different places do not leave today calling this a waste of time but leave today calling this a time well spent Because what happens is it becomes what you call it. And what's amazing is God says, Adam, you call them, and whatever you call them, that's going to be their name. Just let that sink in. What are you calling your children? My wife, Winona, who's not feeling 100% today, She has a bit of a sore throat, so you can pray for her. If I get a sore throat, it will last for a day or two days. If she gets the same thing, it will last for a week. And I'm not speaking negatively. It's just a battle with her immune system, so you could pray for her. But a couple weeks ago, she noticed I was speaking something and calling something time and time again. And she came to me, and, and there's... A few people, not everybody has this privilege with me. <laughs> but she said, honey, you've got to stop calling it like that. And I struggled receiving an, an admonition from my wife. And I thought, no, I'm better than that. I know what I'm doing. And, and I did it again a few more times. And she'd say, honey, be careful. What are you calling that? I got a little smarter, and I thought, oh. and I started to examine, and I realized I was calling something, and what was happening was, it was not what that was, but I was making it what it was. I talked to a pastor a little while ago. It's 11.55. I'm doing well. I, called a, I was talking with a pastor quite a while ago, a number of years ago, And they had started a Saturday evening service. And their Saturday evening service, they found, wasn't for their congregation, but for other people. And other congregations wanted to experience what was happening in that church. And him and his wife, as we were talking together, uh, Winona, myself, and them, they made this comment. They said, we started, we were frustrated and tired, and we just go, man, we're tired tonight. Oh, this is, oh, man, what a pain this is to have this service. Nobody's coming. It's not from our people. It's, it's people that are coming, and they're not even part of our church. And he says, and what they found was they spoke death to what God had told them to do. And it actually was becoming that. And he said, we actually had to change what we were speaking over our evening service. Because what you call it, it becomes. 
I'll give you a few examples. Jacob, he named that place Bethel, which means house of God. He had an encounter with God and he called that place Bethel, house of God. He came back to it later. You name things, you call things that are important. So what are you calling in your life? What are you speaking verbally? Because what you call, it becomes. I want to be careful how I say this, but there's so much power in what we speak and there are times when God, I don't know how to say this because it's, it, I'm going to say it anthropomorphically, which in other words, makes God, gives him human attributes, although God is not human. So when somebody says the hand of God, that's an anthropomorphic expression because we don't understand it or we can't explain it. So this isn't this is just me in my way of saying it, but when we say something and we call something, it's almost as if God steps back and says, that's what it's going to be. So if I can explain, or ex- not explain, if I can express and beseech you and call on you, be careful what you call things. Because the power of what we call, it becomes. i got a couple other verses for you. So David and his troops in 1 Chronicles 14.11, it says, David and his troops went up to Baal Perizim. So they went up to this place. They defeated the Philistines there. David explains, exclaims, God did it. He used me to burst through my enemies like a raging flood. So they named the place Baal Perizim, which means the Lord who burst through. If you're going to name something, name it after what God is doing. If you're going to name something, name it for what God is doing, what he's done. So when you name your children, we were very careful when we named our children. Because what we wanted them to become is what we spoke into them. Every time they heard their name, we were speaking their destiny. I've got one other one here for you. Abraham. He named the place Yahweh Yireh, which means the Lord will provide. We hear of that Jehovah Jireh. I want you to see this. To this day, the people still use the name as a proverb. On the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. He named it Jehovah Jireh. We use that song, my provider. What we forget is it's on the mountain of the Lord. But what he did was he gave it a name, and that's what it became. Twelve o'clock. Three things. Things become what you call them. Examine what you're calling it. And the last thing, often the miraculous is in our mouth, just waiting to be spoken, to be called out, to be summoned. 
If you want to see a miracle, start calling it. This gets, this gets a little radical. You want to start seeing miracles? You want to start seeing change? You want to start, want to start calling it. I am strong. It says, let the weak say, I am strong. I am strong. I'm confident. I'm the person for this job. They chose me. They were smart because I'm going to do. And they say, well, it's all me. No, it's not me. It's God. Because you saw me before. I couldn't do it before. Because, but what God has done in me, he's caused me to look at it and say, I can do it. I mean, it's a, I can't understand it at times. How God lets us in, in the miracles. <laughs> But what you call it, it becomes.